This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Rachel Sossaman, President and CEO of Mercy Urgent Care. Rachel, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Thanks, Laura. It's a pleasure to be here. Now, I know we've got a lot to talk about. There's so much happening in healthcare and really some great things that you're doing at Mercy Urgent Care. But before we dive into my questions, can you tell me a little bit more about yourself and your background? Sure. Well, I actually have a little bit of a non-traditional background and that I have not been in healthcare for the entirety of my career. I think my professional background is probably best described as very different chapters. They've all been wonderful. The healthcare chapter of my career has comprised the better part of the last decade with the past two years at the helm of Mercy Urgent Care as president and CEO. And of course, there's a a benefit to having different chapters in that it it helps shape your perspective when when you are in a healthcare setting. So I I feel like I've been very blessed and very fortunate to have a variety of prior experiences from education to human resources leadership to now healthcare executive leadership. Absolutely. That's great to hear. It definitely seems like all your experiences built on each other to really give you a, a pretty robust background and uh, tools to draw from as you're leading Mercy Urgent Care through some of these challenging times. Now, you know, considering where we're at today, I know we're a few years out now from the pandemic, but there's still so many ramifications, whether it's the financial uh, situation that we're in or, or staffing shortages and all those types of things that are still really present um, for healthcare organizations today. So I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about how you're looking at the future, what your growth strategy is for the next year or two. Absolutely. One of my favorite quotes is Winston Churchill and every adversity lies opportunity. I think he saw way worse adversity uh, leading Great Britain in the onset of World War II than perhaps what we're dealing with, certainly not to minimize the challenges we face in healthcare, but uh, that, that quote rings true. There is opportunity in every adversity. And at Mercy, our ministry really began out of opportunity from adversity. The the Sisters of Mercy arrived in Western North Carolina with plans to build a school, and because of the tuberculosis epidemic of the time and the, the vast number of patients who needed treatment, they realized, wow, we've got to pivot really quickly and build a hospital, uh, a sanitarium, actually, to, to take care of these patients, and that's exactly what they did. So, that is a perfect example of the Winston Churchill quote, and every adversity lies opportunity, but it's also a perfect example of the type of agility that all healthcare organizations must strive to employ and build those critical skill sets internally so that we are that adaptable, that agile in the face of rapid change. COVID brought out in many ways the best of what we're capable of and how quickly we were able to pivot in the face of rapid change. But as we come out of of the COVID chapter that we have all encountered over the last couple of years, it is critical for us as healthcare leaders to uh, retain that spirit of innovation in future growth plans. So uh, going back to the opportunity piece of it, this is certainly uh, still an environment where 
opportunity for growth and transformation absolutely exists in in healthcare. And one one facet of that that we have seen in the urgent care space in particular is this renewed focus on the patient as the center of the urgent care experience. And that that has been a blessing for us as an organization to be asking ourselves, how can we better serve this patient? How can we make their experience the highest quality experience possible at the lowest possible cost to the patient? And it's uh, also been a benefit to uh, our our staff as well to have this opportunity for uh, a transformation of all of our internal purpose and thinking of the patient as a consumer. That makes a lot of sense, you know, really to think through what it takes to uh, go from the healthcare system as it was just really focused on um, the transactional providing care to now having that patient-centered care and really thinking through that patient experience. What are some of the things that you found have worked really well to connect with patients and, and boosted that satisfaction and really made it easier for them to seek care and, uh, you know, be more part of that decision-making process? COVID really presented an opportunity for us to reconsider how we connect initially with the patient and how easily that connection can happen. Technology, we're in 2023, technology is certainly way more robust now than what healthcare has experienced at any point in time prior. So with the onset of COVID, initially we see the implementation of rapid implementation of telemedicine and what did that enable us to do? It enabled us to have digital touch points with the patient before they ever got onto a screen. It enabled organizations perhaps that may have still been mired up in in paper processes to quickly adapt to digital processes where the patient is putting in information prior to the visit and, and getting on again, a video screen at, in the convenience of their own home, or in the case of urgent care, it enabled us to create efficiencies in the throughput of patients who needed to be tested for COVID. And in uh, some urgent cares actually had acquired buildings with drive-throughs like banks so that they could literally do drive-through testing for patients who needed that level of convenience. So uh, when we think about the patient experience, I I go back to the the opportunity that we now have, that we we have now experienced to create an experience for the patient that is truly consumer driven. And and I know historically we, in healthcare, we've not always uh, been comfortable with thinking of the patient as the consumer, but truly they are. They have choice, and now we have opportunity in front of us to ensure that we maximize that experience moving forward. That makes a lot of sense. You know, it really seems like a great thing for the healthcare industry as a a total, I guess, in terms of being able to connect with patients and and get them the care they need. Now, could you tell a us about the most exciting and impactful initiative or project that you're working on right now? Sure. Let me think about which one I want to talk about. Uh, At Mercy, over the last year especially, 
we, uh, among the leadership team, have had, a, I'll call it a, a rebirth <laughs> or renewal, uh, not, not in that we have a, a whole different team or anything like that. We, we have the same people, but we, we started asking different questions, and they're pretty radical questions. We went from what have we been doing to what could we possibly do? Who who could we possibly serve, and what is the need, and how uh, how rapidly can we deploy a response to those needs? And we just tested ourselves, and the result of that questioning and that rebirth process was the launch of multiple service lines within actually within six months of one another. It's, it's been a beautiful unfolding. They, they have all addressed needs that exist in our market. Uh, mental health services, for instance, we were able to go from start to launch of a, a full mental health program within six months of the ideation of that service line. Um, so we're really proud of that level of innovation and agility that that we've been able to incorporate into our leadership and then uh, throughout the organization. That's amazing to hear. And what great results. I can imagine the team is, you know, really proud of uh, what they've been able to accomplish and achieve. They are, and they should be. It That success was, is theirs. So we are very proud. Fantastic. Well, before we wrap up our conversation here, I just wanted to, you know, think about the future as well. I know healthcare is evolving. We've talked through a lot of the different changes that are happening right now. And thinking through what it will take to be successful in the future, what do you think is the most important thing that healthcare executives should do now to make sure that their organizations are going to be able to thrive and really grow uh, over the next several years? Healthcare is at a, a very challenging juncture right now. I understand that over 50% of hospitals in the last year, for instance, posted negative operating margins. So there are certainly some fires to be put out and some tough decisions to be made in the short term to right the ship, so to speak. But uh, one, one thing that I think we cannot as leaders overlook and we must consistently keep top of mind is developing the internal capabilities that enable each of our organizations to incorporate the flexibility we are going to need moving into the future to adapt to ever increasing rapid change. It is not, we gone are the pre-COVID days. The, the type of and pace of change that we are going to continue to see in the years to come is going to be more transformative. It is going to involve more and more technology, which, as we know, evolves at a very rapid pace. And so we must, as leaders, develop the capabilities within our organizations to be agile and transformative in the face of that external transformation. We must. We, we have to have the, the people internally that, that can drive and, uh, and be resilient through that type of transformative change. Rachel, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. This has been a really fun and inspiring discussion, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Thanks so much for having me, Laura.